Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Maloni, Kiorana, and warm Pacific greetings to you all. Yes, I'm back. I'm your hostess of the mostess, Twiggy Johnston Welsh from Regional Public Health, and to all of the listeners that are tuning into Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. Welcome to the Haiti for all our lovers in the air. Yee! So I'll just open us up with a prayer, and then we'll get on with the show. Alrighty. Our dearest Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We ask that you watch each and every one of us as we go to work and we do our things throughout the day and then return home to our families. We love you very much and we ask that you give us all of the wonderful words of wisdom today as we continue with our show to bring some good health information to all the people of the land. We love you very much and we say these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Alrighty, everybody. So I'm riding solo today as my... um, um, as my co-host um, Neve is, she is on her way in, but I miss her all the time and sometimes I only get to see her once a month on the show, but she'll be in to continue the awesome um, corridor around, you know, how to um, keep all of us safe around the cold, cold days that are coming ahead. So I'm not quite sure whether you all know, but um, guess what? Winter is going to be here next week. So it normally starts in July, um, the 1st of June so and end in August. So today our little corridor is going to be around winter and around the flu jab, um, you know, talking about the best ways to stay um warm and healthy through winter so we're going to start off with some tips around winter so as we settle into another kiwi winter gray skies rain frost and guess what Every now and then, there is snow here. I remember Jeepers Creepers um, a few years ago when it snowed in the Hutt Valley. My goodness, it was absolutely awesome and beautiful. The one thing I really did notice most of all was everybody was out playing in the snow. And as cold as it was and as, and as icy as it was, it actually brought the community together. I remember driving down um, you know, our street just having a look at what everybody was doing. And there was a snowman, there were snowmans being built, there was um, snow fights. So it was actually pretty cool because in my whole entire 54 years of living here, of being alive here in New Zealand, 
I think I only got that one opportunity to play in the snow here in Wellington at that time, at that time, which I can't actually remember what year it was, but didn't have to go to Mount Ruapehu to get the snow. It was all here in Wellington, so that was cool. But you know, even though it's cold, um, there's a few easy things you can do to keep you and your whanau warm during winter and of course you know we just want to talk about the health of your home as well so we know that you know some homes if they're damp and cold and and not good that actually can enhance you know your whānau of getting the flu so you know we just want to remind you all about what you know what you need to do to prevent you know the flu and also the cold and yucky dampness that you may get in your home So we all know now by law, um, all landlords, and um, even if you own your own home, they're recommending that you also have um, the, oh wait, Sorry, I'm just having a little bit of a menopause brain here. Yeah, so, um, you know, by law, you are are supposed to have your, um, your, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember what I was going to say. Actually, yeah. So, um, yeah. So we know that you know you're supposed to have um, your um, vents in your bathroom and also the vent in your kitchen um, as you're cooking because we do know that um, when we talk about moisture in the air, it can cause dampness, and dampness causes mold, and it's even harder when your house is cold, 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 it's actually even harder for your house to be heated up in regards to, you know, the the dampness and also the little drafty windows that come, that also are in homes as well. So, you know, what we really say is that in the morning, it's always good to let fresh air come through your house. Even when it's cold outside, just open your windows during the day even if it's only just for a few minutes, and that is to help reduce the moisture from your home and let the fresh air in. You know, we always say um, that a lot of our homes are cold and damp, but with the awesome government um, program called Well Homes, that program can actually help um, reduce some of the dampness and the coldness in your um, in your homes by making an appointment or um, being referred or even referring yourself to the Well Homes program, which is really awesome. And I think next month we might bring the Well Homes team back in so we can just go over exactly um, what it is that they can help our whānau with in regards to keeping their families nice and safe and warm through their um, through their program. We also know that the World Health Organization recommends keeping your home heated to 18 degrees. And so what that means is that, you know, they say if your home is lower than 18, then that's not a really good sign because it can actually get your, um, make your family unwell because it's cold out it's cold in your home and when you're going outside and coming inside you expect that your house would be nice and warm but for some families it's not and you know so um we truly truly encourage all of our whanau to make sure that their homes are nice and warm and dry and if not you can always call the well homes team from regional public health just call 04 
5709002 and ask them to put you through to the Well Homes team. That's all goods. If you have young children, elderly, family members or people who are unwell in your home, you may need to keep your house warmer. And I tell you, you know, for some um, whānau, they just can't. But Well Homes is here to help you as well. Open and close your curtains. Open your curtains in the morning to let the winter sun warm your home and close your curtains as the sun goes down to try and retain the warmth. And actually, I, I, I actually really found that to be really interesting because I never used to do that. I just used to leave the curtains open all the time, come home. But when I did this training when I was doing some work for Well Homes and um, I really understood exactly the importance of knowing that the sun can is actually so much warmer than your heater in the mornings when, when it comes out. So every morning we get a beautiful um, ray of sunshine that comes um, in our home and it comes right through the window. So I always make sure I get up and I open it and I let that sun heat up that area. And then when I get home, I quickly shut it. So it's all these little tips that are actually really good, you know. And when we think about winter and all of the all of the things it brings, it actually brings the flu. And so today we're actually really going to be talking about the flu injection and why and the importance of having it as well. So, you know, there's always that million-dollar question of why is it important to get the flu jab? And so I'm just going to give you some information that I got off the Ministry of Health website in regards to winter because, you know, we all want to be singing the same tune, but we also want to be, you know, keeping ourselves and our whānau safe. So here we go. As people in Aotearoa emerge from their bubbles, there's a there's much bigger chance of catching the flu. And with our international borders opening, we will see new strains of the flu spreading in our communities. So it's really important to get the flu jab to prevent you from getting sick. And so, you know, we talk about getting the flu jab helps reduce your risk of getting really sick or having to go to hospital. The flu virus affects your whole body. Symptoms come on suddenly and they can be they can include fevers, chills, muscle aches, runny nose, cough, shortness of breath and stomach upsets. If you it can also keep you in bed for a week or more. It can give you pneumonia and in severe cases means a hospital stay, particularly if you're older, a young child, pregnant or have ongoing medical conditions such as heart disease or diabetes. Sometimes the flu can be fatal. Around 500 people die from the flu every year with hundreds more in hospital. So, you know, it's so important to understand the reasons why we should be getting ourselves the flu jab. Um, And exactly what they're saying, our borders will be opening as well, and as people in Aotearoa, um, Aotearoa emerge from their bubbles, we know that there's a bigger chance of catching the flu. And so we still do the measures we know to keep ourselves safe. And so, you know, we would, you know, you would want to keep wearing your mask, making sure that you wash your hands all the time. Because when we do those little things, we can actually help stop the spread of influenza. So, it's really, 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 really important. So those were just some little, you know, some, um, a little 
lowdown in regards to why we should get the flu. But, you know, everybody always says, oh, but what's the side effects of the flu and, you know, and all of that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of um, some information around there. But lots of people don't experience any side effects when they have the flu vaccine. But the most common side effects is a sore arm. So they say most people don't experience, like we said, but they some people experience a sore arm or pain, itchy or redness at the injection site. So where they've injected, the um, given you the injection, there might be pain in your arm, might be a little bit itchy. Sometimes some people have aches and pains, um, feeling feverish, tired or unwell. These are normal responses to the vaccine. You um, you may be asked to wait 15 to 20 minutes after your vaccination so that the treatment can be given quickly if a, you know, um, if a rare or severe allergic reaction occurs. Many people aged 13 years and older will only need to wait five minutes. Children under 13 years will need to wait 20 minutes. But you always just wait and um and and talk to the to the person that's giving you the vaccination. They'll give you the exact time that you stay. So you can always take paracetamol after your flu jab. Paracetamol is not routinely recommended um, or used to control f- fever after the flu jab is given. However, it can be administered if the side effects that are causing you too much discomfort, like pain in your arm, all the things that we said, then yes, you are able to take some paracetamol to help um, dim the pain for you. The vaccine can give you the flu. Hmm, you can't get the flu from the jab because everyone always says that. The flu vaccine doesn't contain any live viruses, so it can't give you the flu. It takes up to two weeks for your body to develop protection against the flu. If you've been infected with the flu before or soon after having the vaccine, you can still get the flu. If these symptoms continue to get worse, talk to your healthcare provider or you can call the health line on 0800 611 So, you know, there's lots of awesome people you can have a chat to in regards to wanting to understand about the flu the flu injection whether it's for you um, and you know um, because of some issues you may have and as we talk as we go um, as we talk more we'll talk about the eligibility for free flu vaccinations for our Maori and Pacific age 55 and over we'll talk about the underlying issues in regards to the um, flu jab these are just some things we'll bring to the table but what we're going to do now we're going to go for a break and then we'll come back and then we'll carry on with our conversation around the flu um, so all the listeners that are tuning into Wellington Access Radio 106, 106.1 FM, we're going to go for a break, but we're coming back to talk about the flu season. Here we go.
Maloni, kia orana, and warm Pacific greetings to you all. <laughs> For all the listeners that are tuning into Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, kia orana, welcome to the Hey Tifaula radio show, Lovers in the Ear. I'm just giggling because I've got a little... Um, a little squirrel in the house. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Okay, so to all the listeners that are tuning in today, we're talking about the flu, the flu jab. We're talking about the winter season and the importance of people understanding why they should be getting the flu. So we know that getting the flu jab, the flu um, injection helps reduce your risk of getting really sick or having to go to hospital. The flu and virus affects your whole body. Symptoms come on suddenly and can include Fever, chills, muscle aches, runny nose, cough, shortness of breath, and stomach upsets. Um, it can keep you in bed for more than a week. So, you know, it can cause, it can give you pneumonia, and in severe cases means a hospital stay, particularly if you're older, a young child, pregnant, or have ongoing medical conditions such as heart disease or diabetes. Sometimes the flu can be fatal, and we know that, you know, there is a big, you know, there is a, um, a number of people that, you know, actually die from the flu every year with 100 more, you know, um, people hospitalized. So what we're going to talk about now is we're going to talk about the free flu injections for Māori and Pacific age 55 plus. In 2022, the flu jab is free for Māori or Pacifica age 55 and over. It's expected that 2020 will be a bad flu year. This is because new strains of the flu can now come through our borders. We're not... And we're not in small bubbles anymore. So it can spread between us. So let's try to find time for you guys to really understand the importance of why you should be getting the flu jab. Alrighty, so we know that you can book your you can book an appointment with your usual GP or your healthcare provider. Just give them a ring and talk to them about how you can book yourself in to get your flu injection. Also, there are a lot of pharmacies um, that are offering the flea, the free flu jab, and many of them allow walk-ins. But you know what? It's best. If you, which, you know, in your community, it's probably best if you just have a little, you can either ring or just drop into your chemist just to ask them if they're offering the free flu injection and what it is that you need to bring. Sometimes they may say that, you know, you'll just need to bring some ID to say that you, you know, who you are, but it's always best just to double check um, in with them as well. And so they would normally say is that what you would need to bring is just your ID, um, for when you get the um, flu jab, you don't have to provide, you know, your proof of ethnicity, but if you want to, you're more than welcome. Um, your vaccinator can confirm your age by asking you your full name and matching you against your national health index. That's your NHI number. Um, yeah, so I tell you, you know, it's you know, for our Fano Maori and Pacific age fifty five plus, you're eligible for your fl- your free. Flu jab. I don't know why I keep saying flea, <laughs> but free. Okay, how long will it take after your vaccinations? You may be asked to wait for up to 20 minutes, so the treatment can be given quickly if you have an allergic reaction to the um, flu injection. So it's always important just to ask the person that's given you the flu injection, um, you know, the time that you have to wait so it's absolutely fine. You can bring your whānau to the appointments to support you. 
but always just make sure that you just check in with the vaccinator at that time as well. If you're unwell, you should delay the flu vaccine and when you're well, go back and get your um, flu vaccine as well. So they always ask that question, how long until you're, how long are you protected? And they say the flu jab cannot give you the flu and it takes up to two weeks after getting your vaccination, your flu vaccination, your body will start to protect you against the flu. Sometimes getting the vaccination will stop, um, will not stop you getting the flu, but it will stop you from getting really, really, really sick. And that's really important for our whanau to actually understand that. Alrighty, so they also say that getting a COVID, if you haven't had your COVID injection, you actually can get your COVID-19 vaccination at the same time. They say it's a great idea to get your COVID-19 and flu vaccination at the same time if the if the vaccination site is offering the COVID vaccine as well. Just to be mindful that if you've had COVID-19 recently, you will need to wait at least three months before having the COVID-19 vaccination again. So that's really good information to know. Also, you know, we spoke about, you know, some of our whānau that have the underlining conditions and how very important it is for them to get the flu jab. So we can, you know, they say um, the flu can make an existing condition such as asthma, emphysemia, heart disease or diabetes a lot worse. People with a range of underlying health conditions are eligible for a free flu vaccination. So we must, you know, um, get all of our whānau that that have these underlying conditions. We must encourage them to get the flu jab. And why getting a flu jab is important if you have an underlying health condition. And so once again, we know that our our borders are opening up. And so it's a bigger chance of catching the flu. We have, you know, we're using our pandemic measures like wearing our mask, our hand hygiene to prevent the spread of influenza and, you know, other nasty little bugs. So people with underlying health conditions are most at risk from the complications of the flu. The flu can make an existing condition such as asthma, emphysemia, heart disease or diabetes a lot worse. In some cases, flu can put people in hospital and in severe cases, the flu can be fatal. So it's so important that you, we know what our whanau, who in our whanau has these underlying issues. And when you're, you know, when you're sick, in some cases, you know, when the when you have underlying issues and and you re- and you get the flu, it can affect your blood pressure, increase the risk of having a heart attack or stroke, can can cause inflammation in the lungs and the airways, which can trigger asthma attacks, interfere with blood sugar levels, it can compromise an already weakened immune system, and it can cause pneumonia. It's more important than ever to protect yourself and your whānau from the flu by getting your yearly flu injections as soon as you can. And so, you know, there are so many other health underlying issues, which I'll wait for Neve to come because she's going to revamp everything that I've said. And so there is some other information in here that she'll be able to share with you as we go on, which is really awesome. And so we also recommend that, you know, um, our pregnant mums, when you're pregnant, you know, 
you can still get the flu jab as well. And it's really important, you know, that our pregnant mamas know that as well. Because, you know, being pregnant and getting the flu, especially like influenza, can be very, very, very serious. And so on the Ministry of Health website, when it says why it's important to get the flu jab if you're pregnant, and so it's more important than ever to protect yourself and your baby from the flu by getting your yearly flu injection. And, you know, it can, you know, so you need, you know, so you need to understand why it's important for you to um, get the flu jab if you're pregnant. It's just, you know, as the winter, as winter is coming in, you can actually start to feel the coldness. It's cold in the mornings and all of a sudden it's really warm out in the afternoon, but then come the evening it drops and it's freezing again. And so that's why it's really important that, you know, we understand that sometimes if, if it's a beautiful sunny day, open our windows up, let the sun heat our house up. When we get home, close the curtains just to try and keep that warmth in as well as putting on our heaters and that as well. You know, I, w- I was at this course for well homes and and you know there's the truth the myths around the heat pumps and all of that sort of stuff but the information that I got from them and I learned that actually your heat pump is actually a lot more cheaper to run than it is with your heater and all of that sort of stuff and it's I guess it's just really understanding um, how that you know how how that happens but like I says you know I think next month we might get our well homes team in so then we can just talk, um, talk about the well homes program in regards to how that team can come and assess your home to see whether your house is warm safe and dry for these coming winter days and you know there is a lot of there is a criteria but at the end of the day you know we need to make sure that your house is suitable for your family to keep you nice and warm and to you know to reduce the spread of disease and also that yucky big nasty flu so we have our hostess of the mostest join us our beautiful neve Yay! Yay! Malo Twiggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Hoko he tailahi lele Twiggy. Motikam tanga hoki tato polkalame ia. Hoko he loke hoki te malo koluto kelau. Ona hoki ni te matu pangia na tuguaya Twiggy. Bela wan mahani na tuvaya he o te mahina ko te regional public health. Ia ko te tau kilanga o te ola ola tangata lau tele ni ia na. DHB is the only to look at the capital and coast. We now have ready DHB, Mate Wairarapa, Kuna Konga Yena, and Alue, the regional public health. Yet, the Matu de Negia Twiggy, then Talanoa to get a Tatu Hokamanatu Lavako, Tatu Paki Time, Yakopelida, Nina, the Talamaye to hang out to the Hulu. Kaiwe Yogi Kitawa Twiggy, I have to catch up with what you have covered, but obviously the flu, and of course, um, our Māori and Pacific population having um, access at the age of 55 yeah. plus, and also our pregnant mothers and our mothers who are breastfeeding, mm-hmm. and also the um, the population 65 years and older, and anyone who any vulnerable who have you know some chronic illnesses that um, that you know they all have the um, opportunity to get a free vaccination for yeah. the flu. And I also heard you say you can access um, these flu vaccines at the chemists, yep. um, life pharmacies, and um, ooh, it's 
gone right up Unichem's. Or any any in pharmacy in your area, you can ask and ask they provide. Otherwise, your family doctors. Yep, yep, that's right. Or your healthcare provider. But you yeah. know, I mean, like you know, while you're out in your little community, going to the shop or doing your shopping, it might Find be out. just good just to pop, pop into in. your, you know, to your pharmacy. Because I know, um, you know, like in Nainai, there's two pharmacies there as well. Yeah. Um, and then in Taita, Taita. where I live, yeah. you know, um, and it's always really, you know, yeah. really. Um, really good just to yeah. find out what well, they offer Well, I got mine from use. my doctor. So if your GP is yeah. easiest, you know, yeah. make, you have to make an appointment also. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, like um, I think the most important message also is because the borders are opening and, yeah. you know, and with, our, with COVID still here as well as the influenza coming, you know, like we are seeing some, you know, some slight, you know, some small cases of, um, you know, um, Measles and you know and yeah it's and, just and that's so the other important. one that we are because of COVID and um, the focus on COVID and protecting us from COVID, I was also reminding on the um, national immunisation schedule. Yes, right from before birth, you know the mother gets the flu vaccine and um, after birth the six weeks right up. Yep, to the over sixty five. Um, so covered that last week. But yeah. remembering um, measles also. Mm. And yep. keeping in touch with your um, COVID, you know, um, because you can ca- catch it more than once. Yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. So keep an eye with your rats mm. test. You know, yep. we have easy access, have that available for your family. So if anybody yep. starts to show any um, symptoms or yep. signs, um, get a rat's test so that yeah. you feel secure and then also helps you to keep others safe, stay home. Yeah, and we also know that, you know, in some of the some of our our providers out there, they have a COVID connector. Yeah. And so the COVID connector is a person that has, um, that has been assigned to a number of providers in the Hutt yeah. Valley. Mm-hmm. And so what their job is to... But, Everyone's a bit different, yeah. you know, every COVID connector in some of the areas are a bit different, but the COVID connector role is there to support any whanau yeah. that, um, that has COVID, that has... Um, Isolation. That is isolating, they, um, they have yeah. to, they can't pay their rent yeah. because of they have COVID, they can't go to work. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there is a lot of benefits yeah. to that your COVID connector can... Um, can resource you with yeah. if your whānau have COVID and, you know, from food to helping with rent to helping with power, you know, a lot of things. So it's really important that, you know, when you, if you know some of your providers in that area, even, you know, like I know Kōkiri Marae have a COVID yeah. connector. I know the um, the, Rūn, the Rūnanga Waifatu um, yeah. Medical Centre, yeah. they have a COVID connector. So there's COVID connectors yeah. all over the Wellington even region. Even Pacific Health. Yeah, um, yes. Yes, 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 yep. and on a, yeah, course, our Pacific yeah. Health mm. Service. So I truly recommend that when you do have COVID and when you, because normally you have to report it, yeah. and then don't feel yeah. fakama. That's the key. If yeah. you report it, all those yes. um, support will be available they to will you. All they be automatically available. connect you. Absolutely. And we truly have resourced and helped a lot of whānau yeah. through their COVID illness for their family when they haven't been able to go to work. Yeah. So important. It's frightening time. Mm. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> but I'm just, you know, experiencing myself. a sort of really weird sense of um, 
having come through the COVID year, have got all these um, inject the flu, you know, and also looking out for my children, um, whether the immunisation is up to date. And winter is arriving, so mm. it's a real turning yeah. time. But for us, our faith and our belief and our ability to protect and um, look after ourselves, to yeah. look after our families. Exactly. Yeah, and um, our community, sadly, um, has been, we've been in a position of, um, you know, deaths right up to this time. Today we are also burying one of our dear fathers, mm. a leader of Tugalau, but I will cover that in our mm. um Program. So, yeah. But um, you're right, Neve, it is a scary time. And I think it's more of a scary time because of the truths and myths around vaccination yeah. and, you Confusion. know, and, yeah, and, you know, and I guess I'm not quite sure, but our vaccine, I mean, I am sure that our vaccination um, rates are quite low. And that's actually very concerning yeah. because there are a lot of um, these diseases that actually shouldn't really be here. We had, you know, they, but we're slowly starting to see them coming back. Like quite interesting, our realm countries like the Cook Island, Tagalog and Niue, um, I got to ask the question, why? Why are our rates low and slow? Um, that's an interesting question. And yeah. with our Pacific rates, we're really wanting to keep pushing, you know, Pacific, yep. positively Pacific keeps calling out and keeps giving uh, witnesses of, you know, what happens to people, you know, if odd things happen and sharing their stories but um the need for i don't know what the the problem is whether it's the misinformation that's happening yeah but there's no denial our communities or the population are dying and once upon a time it was the younger um group but now it seems to be more the elders or Mm -hmm. 60 70 80 90 year old that um and i think that's um across the, the country. So um, it's with prayer that we ask our families because we can always change. You know, there's nothing so bad. Once you um, find out how to sort yourselves out and all the support is available. Yeah, definitely. And I guess, you know, like we're going to, you're going to get the, you're going to get the people, the haters that hate vaccination and they will truly try and defer you from all of that. But I guess at the end of the day, it comes down to each individual and really understanding the importance of, you know, what happens if you're not vaccinated, if you don't get your children vaccinated or yourself vaccinated, you know, what are the, you know, what are the, you know, what will happen and what can happen? I don't want to be answering that question, you know. I mean, you know, all we know is that, you know, you have to really do the best you can for yourself and your whanau, but I, you know, I believe that, you know, vaccination is uh, is very good, you know. Oh, definitely, um, Twiggy. I'm just thinking of the, um, you know, for vaccination, any issues you may have, even for the vaccination schedule, but COVID, you know, the Mm. 0800. Yep. 282926, that's the number to sort out if your vaccination is not, yeah. or COVID is not up to date. Yeah. And we, and yeah, that's right. And we all know that, you know, the, you know, prevention is better than cure. 
Yeah. And so, you know, like, you know, when we talk about, you know, covering our coughs, that's all coming back. Cover your coughs, wear your mask, wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. If you've got, you know, if you've got those, you know, sick symptoms, take a rat test. Yeah. It's always better to be safe than sorry. And I can actually tell you, I've been abiding by all of those, you know, all of those rules. And I haven't actually had COVID yet, touch wood, but my wow. whole family have. Yeah. My husband, he was one of the ones that's tried to say, I'm not going to get vaccinated, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Hello, next one I got the COVID, got really sick. Yeah, next minute I'm going to get vaccinated when I finish. Yeah, that's right. You know, like that. Um, my daughter had it, or my whole, my mukapuna, you know, yeah. lots of people I know that have had it. And everyone's saying to me, how come you haven't got it yet? And I says, well, I don't know, but all I know is I wash my hands, I wear my mask. Yeah. I do all of the things that I need to. And when I'm feeling not good, I'll take a rat test and, it's, you yeah. know. Well, that's the same as I'm doing. I've had my, my turn and it wasn't yeah. too bad at all. Wow. Um, just coincided with my osteoarthritis. I came out, ooh, this is long COVID. <laughs> but, you know, within my family, um, there's still a couple of people who still haven't had it, yeah. like you. But yeah. you just don't know. And, no. And, um, Maybe I might have already had it and you don't didn't know. know. You didn't you test know? yourself at that time. Well, no, because, yeah, because that wasn't available. Rats, at, yeah, you know, and, right. you know, And how lucky we are to have access to rats, yeah. the rat test in our home. Exactly. You know, there are lots of places that don't even have that access. So, you know, for me, I think, you know, come on, everybody, let's do what's right and stop the spread of COVID and the spread of the, you know, of influenza. Right. Well, I'm aware that you need to. Um, <laughs> what other vital messages? Because I can translate all this once mm-hmm. you have. Um, uh, yes. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's the same old, same old there, everybody. Make sure that, you know, if you're sick, stay home. If you're, you know, if you're coughing and splurting everywhere, you know, we say quarantine yourself in the room and let your other whanau, um, you know, you look after you. So it's really, really important that winter starts next month. You know, which is only it's next week. Here. Yeah, no, it starts in June. It's testing us. I know. You know, um, yeah. So uh, all the quick tips for, um, you know, for winter. Just make sure that you know you 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 open your you know you open your door you open your windows just first thing in the morning just to let all that yeah, you know the flow. Um, the flow come through. I never actually I only learnt most of all of this stuff you know like oh my two years ago now. But and I always used to wonder why is my mum opening the the windows and everything so early in the morning? It's so freezing, you know, like that. But you actually understand it more when you get older and you have your own kids, so yeah. you know, like that. But other than that, everybody, I think next. Um, next month I'll bring the Well Homes team right. in so they can promote their program again. But like I said, if you know um, if you want any information around Well Homes, you're more than welcome to go to our the regional public health website or you can go straight to the Well Homes website, www.wellhomes.co.nz. Yeah. Mm. Um, and also you can ring up um, regional public health, talk to one of the um, Well Homes people on Yeah, because that's five, where they're based. Huh? Yeah, 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 mm. on 0457090. Oh, 0-2. 0-4-5-5-7-0-9-0-0-2. And just ask to be put to one of the well homes, girl. Oh, I, should, I should know this number by heart, eh? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so other than that, um, you know, um, always look after our elderly. And even if you have elderly parents that are living alone, please, we say, yeah. check up on Visit. them all yeah. the time. Uh, you know, and um, if they're sick, make sure, you know, you. You know, they, they have all the right. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. 
But other than that, everyone, I guess that is me. But yeah, thank you so much. I haven't so finished. Much. I've got one more question. Are you, are you back to regional public health? Um, yes, I was. I was seconded to yeah. bowel screening. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, we can talk a little bit about the bowel screening program if you Pretty want tight. to, because I strongly, truly um, recommend that for our whanau. That's sixty to seventy-four. Yeah. There is an opportunity for you all to, um, you know, to you're eligible for the bowel screening test. Unfortunately for some of our whanau, they're pretty whakamā in regards to understanding how the kits, the kit set is used. But please, whanau, if you if you notice that your you know your mum or your dad or anybody in your age um, home that is eligible for that for that test, please take the time out to sit with them and talk yeah. to them in regards to what is required because it is actually quite embarrassing for our our um, elderly. In regards to how what you know the first steps mm. and the first steps really truly need to be um, spoken about with somebody in your whānau that you trust, because yeah. um, honestly, those that test and the following test, like your, yeah. you know, and if putting it to the mail, yeah, 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 and um, the results, you yeah. know, with yeah. the communication back and. Yeah. To follow on, mm-hmm. you know. So the steps, the the yeah. steps to understanding the kit, the steps to understanding if you get a call back in regards yeah. to going for a colonoscopy, yeah. the colonoscopy is not saying you know, it's just yeah, identifying. The testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm. You know, and it's actually understanding the prep. To you yeah, know for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Solution. So I do know. Um, I do know within the bowel screening um, world, they are actually looking at developing some videos in different languages. So yeah, to teach Alfano um, how to do the kits and what's required. So that's yeah. really awesome. Um, my time in bowel screening was actually pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it was pretty short, eh? Yeah, because I finished all my work. Oh. You know, like that. Nah. Um, I well, I mean, you know. Um, um, because of the because of the bowel screening program, we were just the bowel screening. Um, the central bowel screening um, centre was designed to support the six DHBs to go live yeah. with the bowel screening um, program. You see, so once once all of the yeah. DHBs was on board, Connected. then yeah, that was really awesome. And so you know, there was yeah. really no need for this team to carry on, but all of the work that no, they did internet. and support will still be um, supported within the DHB and the stakeholders as well. So yeah. it was it was it was actually pretty cool. But the one thing for me, um, our Pacific rates are still quite low yeah. and you know, and the findings from that is because of the education in yeah. regards to the kits and the other um the other you know stuff that happens after that. So I yeah. strongly, truly recommend that all of our Fano um, please, please take the time out. There is, there is the the word on the the word on the street that there's there's going to be two DHBs that are looking at the age reduction. So hopefully, I'm not quite sure exactly what the age reduction is. Could be mm. fifty, could be fifty five, but at the moment it's just sixty to seventy four. But there is, yeah, there is, bring it further yeah, down. yeah, there is going to be a um, a pilot. Of yeah. two DHBs, but we're not quite sure who those two DHBs are yet. Yeah. So um, who's leading? Um, still, we we had the um, 
the doctor that's leading it from the Heart Valley. Who's still leading from the Heart Valley? This um, oh, um, I can't um, remember his name either. But not Doctor Richard Stein. Um, Richard, no, no, he's gone. He's Dr. gone. Richard Stein, he's gone. But he was the man. Well, he was. He was yeah. the one we yeah. interviewed. Few yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah, but out. he's still doing his. Um, he's still doing a lot in the bow screening scene. But in the back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But he's. I am. But he's still um, very instrumental in the Heart yeah. Valley DHB yeah. um, side of the. Health around bell screen. Right. Well, yeah. what can I say? But thank you. Um, <laughs> um, it's always. I mean, we had Jodie Ann last last month. Oh, I love our sister. And, um, She's the and best. And you too. You two are the yeah. best. So um, thank you again, and um, we look forward to Queen's birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. So um, and also now you're back. No wonder you oh. were. Can I tell you one thing? Yeah. I forgot to tell you because you know how we're awesome gardeners. Yeah. So I just want to give you this tip. I was I visited this place, and. Um, and the lady that was talking to me, talking to all of us, she says, and I, I fully understood this, which I started giggling, and I and I just thought when you plant something, you just plant something, that's it, and then it grows and it's all <laughs> awesome, and then next minute you plant something, it doesn't grow, and it's like, huh, how come that's not growing? Yeah. But actually what she did, she took us more, she took us through a journey, then more than just planting your seed in the ground. She says, okay, this is what you look for, and she says that when you plant any type of food or you know anything, yeah. she says this is what you look for. I'm like, huh? So she pulled out a she pulled out some um some wheat and she says, Now look at the root on this wheat. And so we looked at it and then she says, When you're when your produce or whatever yeah. has the Rastafarian rope look, I'm like, <laughs> What? The dreadlock? So yeah. when and I could see it when she showed yeah. us it and she says, Then you know that your that your produce and the garden are actually talking to each other. Oh. They're actually connecting and they're making magic. Then she pulled out this other plant and then it had some root but it didn't have the Rastafarian root. You know, like that the dreadlock and it only had like one little bit. And she says now that's not a bad sign, but it just says that need something and the and the ground the is not mixing. They're not talking. Match, so could yeah. it mean that they need a little bit of more nitrogen or something? Yeah. It was actually really interesting, and I says to her, "Wow, <laughs> our people would have known exactly the site of." Good produce, yeah. post, you know, like when that. You, when you work with plants, yeah, you can t- just like with children, you can tell when a child <laughs> is showing signs of something is not right, yeah. hey? But and, and it was just, it was really amazing. And so you learn something new every day. Oh, I just, you know, and I never really thought, yeah. you know, how, you know, you know, you would just think if it grows good, it's awesome. If it does grow, think, oh, well. But, oh, I'm enjoying yeah. my kids um, gardening at school. Yeah, yes. Coming home yeah. and oh, because we started the you know the <laughs> um, the gardenings in schools and early childhood centres. Yeah. Remember in yes. those days, and yeah. now I hear um, what's the uh, push play? Push plays is coming back because <laughs> of um, how people are feeling. To, you know, after the COVID. Yep. We're needing to reclaim some of our, our daily activities. So yeah, hard it's out. really interesting. Yeah. And sort of, oh, yeah, we were there. Get back but into my the kids, gardens. you know, the kids are talking gardening yeah. and the seeds. Mm. They did a fundraising for Ukraine um, mm. by um, their. their um, wow. What, what do you call those flowers? Those big. Sun, the the sun sunflowers. Yeah. The sunflowers. Wow. They packed seeds yeah. up and were selling their seeds and also promoting. 
Yeah. yeah, because you know, even with COVID, we know that there were some restrictions. We weren't we weren't able to get some things in. Yeah, that's you know, right. so sometimes when we really think about COVID and and you know and um and resourcing and being and you know having our communities be sustainable, these yeah. are one of these. This is exactly where we're heading. Yeah, so. you know. Cheer up, you know. I'll and say, go and check your plants have rastafarian. Yeah, rastafarian roots. roots, man, and that means that your that your earth, your plant, and your is healthy. Earth, yeah, they're talking to each other. They're making magic. Oh my god! I know. I know. That was cool. But um, yeah, and uh, thank you so much for today for holding the fort while I arrive. Yes, and, sorry, I was um, having some little blocks. Little blocks. Well, oh, can I, I tell you one thing? There is a community event that's coming up, and it's called Living in Colour, One Heartbeat at One Time. It's the new Pride event that's going to be held at the Douse on the thirtieth of thirtieth of July. Oh, but I'll talk about more of that. I'm just that's you know, long way away. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. What's but it hey, called? what's it it's called? It's Living in Colour. It's for our LBGTQIs. Oh, it's no. awesome. They always have a light show every year, eh? It's not a light show. Yeah, I know, but it's, you know. But lights and colours. It's going to be awesome. But, yeah, my friend, thank you so much. And to all of the listeners that are tuning in to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM, Arera. Yeah, I'm going to play a song so I can say goodbye. I'll go ahead, Twiggy, and safe travelling home.
That programme was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.